0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: I'm Courtney Robertson, the most notorious villain in Bachelor history. And I have more than a few secrets to tell. But I am not the only one with tea to spill. Every week, I'm going to be talking to another icon of reality television about the things they can only say, Off Contract. Hello, welcome back to Off Contract. I'm your host, Courtney Robertson, and I just got back from Burbank, California. We, my husband and I, we uh, just got back from filming the live after the final rose. Congratulations to Zach and Katie. What a cute couple. So we were in the live studio audience last night, and uh, we are happy to be home. It was a long day for us, for sure. It was like a little twenty-four hour date for us. We flew to Burbank yesterday morning. We got the kids dialed in, got child care, and I to get camera ready was a little bit intense for me. I had to get my nails done, my hair done, and I went dress shopping, which is like always difficult. Like you know, when you go looking for a nice dress, you never find it. I'm sorry. It just, I was like running around town with like a chicken with my head cut off. And luckily Saks was having a dress sale and I found three dresses and my husband helped me pick out a winner. I had kind of sexy, racy, you know, I'm a little bit out of practice guys, um, kind of middle of the road and then very conservative, which probably was, uh, Catherine Lowe last night. Um, Catherine and Sean were there and they made the stage and, You know, he's been a figure. They called him the bachelor royalty. We didn't get a lot of screen time there. We were just kind of uh, in the audience. So I was a little bit surprised, but, um, you know, Nate Mitchell was there. We met him, and we did the COVID testing. When you get there, it's like, you know, we got there at 4 p.m., and it was like a 5 p.m. start for the listeners, and then the audience got there, I think, at 1. Um, So they were there much longer than us. But it was a long day for us because we – Flew there, got to the Garland Hotel, which was beautiful. We had a beautiful lunch. We took a cat nap together. And it was like, we made it like a, a date for us. Got all delved up. My husband was like, wear the sexy dress. I actually maybe go conservative. But long story short, uh, we get we took an Uber to uh, the Warner Brothers lot and uh, did the whole thing. And we were there for about four or five hours recording past our COVID tests and uh, I definitely felt for Gabby I was sitting close to one of her family members and uh, you know it was definitely a roller coaster so my husband is my guest today you guys on off contract and we talk all things about our experience on our trip so I hope you enjoyed this episode and next week we've got another live one for you so stay tuned all right let's get to our guest my husband Umberto Preciado Hello, it's your host Courtney Robertson. Welcome back to Off Contract. I told you we have a very special guest this week, and a lot to cover. We—it's my husband. We just got back from the filming of After the Final Rose with Zach Shalcroft, and what a doozy! We've had a busy, busy, busy week, Um, and I want to introduce my favorite human being in the planet. It's Umberto Preciado, my husband, my plus one. Uh, for life and say hello.
2: Hello, hello! Shout out to Zach. How's everyone doing? I've been waiting for a minute to get in this hot seat, so uh, yeah, let's talk.
1: Yeah. How did it feel? Okay, first of all, we got to bring the listeners back. Um, so I slid into my husband DMs. That's how we met. Um, we got to give get, give everybody a little backstory. Uh, I. DM'd you, and I was like, hey, have we met before? And you were like, hmm, I don't think so. Did you follow The Bachelor? Did you ever watch a season of The Bachelor?
2: Yeah. Well, uh, we can definitely give a little backstory. So I uh, knew who you were. I had a little idea of the girl from Phoenix, Scottsdale, that was on The Bachelor. I, um, I did not have any social media until about 2017. And then once I came to the, uh, the New Age and in Instagram. I uh, liked a few of your photos, I knew who you were. And then I remember being on a family trip in Anaheim, California to see my sister. And uh, yeah, as we were driving back, I noticed, uh, or, or at that, that point, I think I liked the photo, or a couple of them. And then once I got back into town in Phoenix and was at work, I think that's when you sent me a DM about us knowing each other, recognized me, and uh, yeah, I said there was was no way I would have recognized you and uh,
0: we didn't know each other.
1: (laughs) (laughs) True story, ladies, shoot your shot. I'm telling you, look at who's liking your photos. This is muy importante. That's how I met my husband, true story. We met in April of 2019 and now we're married with two kids. It's been a blast and he literally he just attended the uh after the final rose with me last night in Los Angeles. So um I feel like I hit the Instagram jackpot. Jackpot. What does you say?
2: Jackpot. That's
1: jackpot. That's what I got my honey. Honey, honey, honey. Uh, with my husband. So uh did you ever watch the any season like full season of The Bachelor or you just
2: No, I can definitely say I was not a uh, Bachelor Bachelorette fan as far as watching entire seasons. Uh, Had I seen clips or shows here and there or something, yeah, I mean, I definitely had an idea of what the show was, the premise, um, how it all went down. But no, I had not watched any seasons until we met, and then uh, we've been following The Bachelor ever since. (laughs)
1: So, for the listeners, we watch. My husband is such a good sport. Like, we do our little wine nights, and we make charcuterie, and, um, you know, we have two kids, so by the time we get to the end of the night, it's, you know, it's selective. We're selective when it comes to watching shows, and you have been a very good sport about watching The Bachelor. He has the best commentary. He's, you know, an attorney. We have different mindsets, but I always love watching with you because you... (laughs) He is so funny. You just have a different outtake on things. And I think that will be fun for the listeners to hear, like how we can dissect last night's airing. So we watched Zach's whole season, and we had a date night last night. And so we decided to go and watch after the final rose. You know, I did a group date with Lotto, and I felt invested into Zach's season. Hold for sound. We've got a helicopter going over. <laughs> um... But anyway, long story short, how did you feel about going to, I was like, hey, do you want to go to the live taping? How did that feel for you? This is like your first experience in like seeing a live taping.
2: I thought it was great. I mean, it was definitely a, you know, once in my lifetime, at least to this point, uh, opportunity. I had never done anything like that before. I know that it was part of your past and something you did and something that you know we watch and taken together now um but yeah it, I, I thought it was great i mean who doesn't like to get dressed up to go into you know hollywood mm-hmm. go to warner brothers studios um you know go see how uh it all goes down um yeah that was my, my first time maybe my only time who knows um but i thought it was very cool It's something we could tell our kids about um you know something that we'll be able to share with them and uh, anyone else very cool experience um they, that's a well-oiled machine. Uh, they took care of us. Um, it, was, it, w- it was a good time. Definitely, definitely enjoyed it.
1: That is a great answer, babe. Now let's talk about the stress going into it. So we have two little kids. We have my mother-in-law, who is a saint, who watched the kids overnight for us. And for us, it's like an experience to like get away, have a little vacation, 24 hours away from the kids because that's really about all what we do right I mean we don't really do a ton of vacations but um so I went dress shopping getting ready for this I was like oh my god I gotta be camera ready I had to get my nails done my hair done my grays covered up and I went dress shopping thank god but even that in itself having kids it's like babe I gotta go get my nails done it's like two hours I mean it I really had to put a lot in to be Camera ready, like you know, it's just a thing. And then I went dress shopping, and I found three dresses. And I came home and I I modeled for my husband, who is very respectable. I'm like, I've got one that's very conservative, one that was middle of the road, and then this, the third dress was a little over the top, right, babe?
2: Oh. Yeah, uh, sure. If that's what I you describe it, I don't know if it was over the top. I just think you know it is very sexy. You look great in it. Um, it just all depends on what kind of reaction you're looking for, <laughs> what uh, <laughs> what uh, you know, what, what look you're going for, um, the occasion, who's around, okay, uh, what time it is. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um,
1: who knows?
2: Yeah. No, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a process. We got through it.
1: <laughs> we did so I model for my husband and he's like I think the red dress might get some trolls like it could be a little risque and I, but he was like that's my favorite and I was like shoot I should just wear the red dress but anyway we I went for the middle of the road and honestly we weren't on the screen for that much apparently we were only on for a couple of times and Sean Lowe if you were not if you were watching last night it was the season finale of Zach Shaw crosses season so we're gonna get to that so we wake up yesterday morning. We, we it was a, it's a big to do for us. So we flew to Burbank. We took an Uber to our hotel. We stayed at the Garland in North Hollywood. It was incredible. If anybody's looking for a trip to North Hollywood, please stay at the Garland. From start to finish, it was like a perfect 24-hour getaway for us. Um, and then we just got back. So we are filming and we are exhausted. And the kids are in the wishing hour. (laughs) But um, anyway, long story short. So we fly to Burbank and we, I have my dresses, the three. I was a game time decision for sure. But uh, we go to the live taping. We take an Uber. We get to the hotel. We have lunch. Then we get ready for the event, which was fun for us. Like as parents, like it's fun to, you know, get dolled up. And what what did you wear, babe? Tell us.
2: Yeah, luckily for me, I only really had to shave. I mean, that's <laughs> Um Must I, be nice. Yeah, I, 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 again, luckily I have a few uh, you know, suits in the repertoire. Um, I didn't really have to do any uh, shopping or anything like that. But uh, my thought was, you know, a simple blue suit um, with a, a shirt, no tie. That was the look I was going for it seemed to be it seemed to work um with a light blue dress shirt with a little print on it and i uh, felt comfortable felt good thought it looked all right um yeah i don't know how much camera timer really got but uh yeah it was it was quick and easy there was no shopping for me and uh it was, <laughs> it, it was very minimal but uh very enjoyable who doesn't like dressing up with your wife and going out and uh doing again for me doing something that i've never done so um,
1: it was fun to do, for sure. Oh, babe, that's so sweet. You've been, He's been such a good sport. You know, going back to, like, my history and you meeting me and I was on The Bachelor and I felt a little insecure about that in the beginning when I met you. Like, it was a lot to unpack for, in a way, you know. Like, I was on the show and I got engaged and, like, now you're a good sport and you watch the show with me, so that's so fun. So it's really nice for us to be able to, like, go and do things like that and enjoy it and... You're like, who's going to be there? Like, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. You know, I did a, a group date with Zach, um, the lotto date on the second. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the first group date with uh, Zach, and I had no clue who was going to be there. But so we uh, get to the hotel, we settle in, get dolled up. And it was a perfect date night for us. And then uh, we get to the lot, and then obviously you have to do COVID testing because that's like a part of it, and. Um, we passed the test and uh so that was kind of a unique experience for you babe though like what was that like going on to warner brothers lot and like seeing like you met producers that knew me and there were fans there was it like surreal for you or
2: yeah it was kind of wild i mean i'd never seen that i remember going to universal studios as a kid like i was telling you but i mean i was a kid kid you know, I had never been on Warner Brothers lot. I had no idea how that all worked. Um, I mean, you just, you go on to it for those who've never been there, it's just massive um, studios. I mean, just empty buildings almost where uh, I'm assuming, you know, these uh, TV shows or move, whatever it is, movie sets, you know, you're getting on there to create your own environment and film your, your, your thing. Um, So we show up, you know, we we got (laughs) to pop into a tent and, uh, sign this, sign that. And then we're, you know, getting swabbed, uh, for a COVID test and signing something for that and registering our names so they can send us our results. And then, yeah, it was really cool. You, uh, we ran into, I, I believe his name was Bennett, was an old producer, the producer now, really nice, uh, was really good to us, um. Katie, I believe it was Summers, kind of set us up. And she was great. We met with her. And then, yeah, there were all these fans here. I mean, people, I think, were showing up as early as 1 o'clock on the Warner Brothers lot. Um, we show up, it's about 4 o'clock. And mm-hmm. We have all these fans hanging out in the tent, um, <laughs> little snacks, some waters. I think we also ran into uh, Nate. I can't think of his last name. Oh, uh, right yeah, now. Nate Mitchell. Nate Mitchell who was on one of the previous seasons. He was great. He, he was on Gab- Gabby's season. Gabby's, okay. Um, so, yeah, we met with him and chatted him up. He was great. Um, we also met uh, Gabby on this season's sister. She was a doll. She was great. We talked to her for, for quite a while. She was out there, she was there to support, to support. supporting her sister. Um, so, yeah, and then, it, you know, once we got to hang out and mingle and got our COVID test, they ushered us into the, the, uh, into the studio, and it was, it was game time.
1: Yeah. Well, you looked very sexy, let me tell you. It was so nice for us to, like, have a little sexy date night, check into a hotel. But it is a lot. You know, you're leaving the kids, and I'm so thankful that my husband is so supportive, and it, you know, it's good to get a perspective from you, for sure. Like, what's that like? Yeah. Um, and then, so let's get to the, let's get to the tea of it all. Um, so we met Jesse Palmer and, uh, oh, by the way, we took an Uber from our hotel <laughs> to the, uh, to the recording, um, stayed at the Garland. I think I mentioned that, but so we get there, we get in our seats, we get settled in, and we got to take pictures with Jesse Palmer and I liked him, nice guy. So my husband played uh, sports. He played for USD. And before we got there, I was saying, I wonder what Jesse, how tall he is. You know, I think that's what you think about celebrities is like, how tall are they going to be? And my husband is, how tall are you, babe?
2: I'm 6'2 on a good day.
1: In, in your cross. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, and then we we take the photo. We look, were looking at him this morning, and I think you're a little taller, right?
2: I don't know if I would say taller. Jesse's probably got about, you know, an inch, half an inch on me, but... Uh, he, he was a really nice guy. That was a cool moment. Um, I know most of the uh, fans or people listening probably don't know a ton about me. Um, but I'm a huge college football fan. I love sports. I grew up with sports. And uh, I remember Jesse Palmer for years on ESPN um, doing college football analysis, game day stuff, uh, the games way before he was uh, The Bachelor or on The Bachelor. Um, so, yeah, it was cool to meet him. Really nice guy. He was really sweet. Took a picture. Um, it was, that was fun.
1: Yeah, no, he was nice. I was like, how's it going to go? And I was like, you know, Zach's got to be nervous. He's like, I think it's going to go well. I think it's going to go well. I'm like, okay, that's the right answer to say. But um, going back to your experience with reality TV, you had a funny story, babe, that was about Chris Harrison. So the last live taping you went to... You you can share more on this, but it was Chris Harrison. So when you go to a live taping, guys, it was a long day for us, for sure. Like, we fly to Burbank. We're tired right now, so if we're low energy. Sorry, but, well, you know, that's just what it is. But um, anyway, long story short, uh, it was a long day for us. What, what was the story about Chris Harrison doing?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I... I, I, this trip to Warner Brothers was, you know, as far as the memory bank is concerned, was my first real trip, but I did see a reality show taping, filming, whatever you want to call it. I mean, this must have been almost 25 years ago. I don't know what studio. I don't remember the name of the show. Uh, I was trying to tell Courtney. I, I think it was one of the MTV dating shows back then. I mean, this must have been you know, 99, 2000, I, I don't know, maybe before that, 98. Um, the only thing I remember, for whatever reason, is Chris Harrison was kind of the hype guy. Okay. He was the guy uh, cheering, telling people when to applause, um, when to stand up, when to cheer, when to sit down, when to be quiet. He had the mic walking around the, uh, the audience, um, you know, obviously us, giving us instructions, telling us what to do talking to us between, I don't know even back then if there were commercial breaks or, or what. He might have walked us in the studio before it started and walked us out at the end. Um, I imagine it was a, a 30 minute show, but yeah, I, I have no idea why I remember it. I It's very strange, but I remember it was absolutely Chris Harrison <laughs> and then we He went, was the hype man. He was the hype man and last night, um, I don't remember the gentleman's name that was doing it last night he had the mic and he was getting us all going clapping our we hands were little, clapped we, out we did a lot of clapping my shoulders are sore from all the clapping um, I, I don't remember his name but I I told Courtney when we were in the, in the uh, in the audience and it was uh, you know as the show went on I was like that was Chris Harrison like that was everything that he is doing that was Chris Harrison 20 years ago and I'll never forget seeing him on The Bachelor hosting and I was like wow that's cool like he I'm sure he he made it he is doing what he wants to do and I don't know if that's the start I don't know if that's what you you know how you break into the business um but yeah I I, I'm sure I'm sure I saw Chris Harrison on an MTV show about 20 years ago so uh, it was kind of funny kind of cool so yeah
1: Mm, babe, you're such a good sport it's such a fun day by the way I look at this like this was like a fun date experience for us to like go to LA for 24 hours. That was so fun for us. We stayed at this amazing hotel and got dressed up, which I think is very important if you're married with two kids who are ruling your house. And that's so true, Chris Harrison. If you're listening to this, I want more details. Um, so let's talk about the live taping. It was a long night for us for sure, but going, you know, the fans were great, uh, it was nice to see Nate Mitchell, very lovely guy, Sean Lowe and Catherine were there, and so they, let's just start there, they they announce the the show, Jesse Palmer comes out, it's the finale, we're watching live, which by the way, apparently there were some technical glitches, and people watching live, there was like no audio, so we're sitting there watching live, and we're like, wait, what, what's happening, so we were right there in the thick of it, but um, they bring uh, Arielle out, and she was very well-spoken. I really liked her dress. She looked stunning, and I loved that she, like, clowned on him about his, like, showering. <laughs> what, did he, what did she say, babe? She was like, were you just showering out, out back for 30 minutes? So good. I loved her style because she kind of got a little bit, in my opinion shortchanged you know like this whole like no sex thing and then she's like at the you know the elimination she gets eliminated but she's like in the dark until literally the end of the show so she comes out she looks stunning and that was it so they whisk her away and then it goes into the I hated that they called it the last chance dates you remember that babe yeah the last chance dates um, so it was Gabby first and then Katie and, Ka- and Gabby's like, Hey, like, I feel like if it's not me, just tell me. Um, she's like, I feel like it's not. And then we go into Katie's date and it's like, he's like, I just like, I need like two more days. It's like, well, this thing is kind of wrapping up here. Like, <laughs> I mean, the the
2: road. it's
1: the end of the road. So you know, and like we said, we were sitting with a family member, um, of, uh, Gabby's. And so we got a little inside scoop there and it just seemed very heavy and we kind of knew which direction it was trending. But, um, so yeah, we see Gabby, uh, do her last chance date. He's like, I, I still could be you. And then it goes into Katie's episode and, uh, her last chance date and he seems pretty into her I mean what did you think what was your take on it babe I mean obviously we were watching live and we were tired and
2: <laughs> yeah I mean from you know from my vantage point from me following the season I you know I think he was in a tough spot I think he did like both of the women uh, they were both great I'm sure he found um, you know a lot of positives in both of them I can't imagine being in his position um, you know you're on this time crunch think the time frame is six to eight weeks or at least that's what people had mentioned um you know that's a short amount of time uh he's trying to get to know all of them um he's they're in thailand and you know they're on these last last ditch efforts last ditch dates last chance to uh you know make your best impression or final impression um you know i i I think the dates went well. I think the women handled themselves well. I, I give credit to Zach. Um, it can't be easy. Uh, I do feel like he genuinely did uh, or was always uh, you know trying to put his best foot forward and mm-hmm. do the best thing and just kind of take it moment by moment and you know make the, the best decision as it came to.
0: Mom deserves better than a drugstore card.
2: <laughs> he, That's what Sean Lowe said. Yeah, he, 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 he got it handed to him after the fantasy suites and the decisions he made. But again, uh, I'm I'm sure it's tough. Um, I don't envy him. Um, like I said, I you know I, he seems like a good dude. He's like he like was trying to do the right thing. And uh, in the moment, when you're trying to make everybody happy, when you're trying to do the right thing, you know can you know you can make mistakes. You can still make mistakes. And uh, he, he to me, seemed like he owned it. He tried to apologize. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, and hey, I'm happy for him. If he's happy, I'm happy. Good for him. Mm-hmm.
1: That's well said. That is well said. And then they bring up Sean Lowe, who we were in the audience with. And they, by the way, we were obviously in the audience, and we didn't get a lot of screen time, apparently. We, have, we just got back, so we don't really know... Um, but they said the bachelor royalty is here and he was the one that gave him the advice that was like, you know, that's what led him to saying like no sex in the champagne room, like not happening. Um, and so anyway, Sean Lowe was there and, uh, they bring him up on stage and, (laughs) you know, I think he gave some good intel. It was kind of boilerplate for Sean Lowe, like, you know. Right,
2: yeah. I mean, yeah, I would say so. I mean, you know, he he kind of gave his perspective, he said what he had mm-hmm. to say about giving uh Zach his advice, uh, whether or not Zach wanted to take it, that was up to him. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, he 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 did what he had to do, he said what he had to say, or said, or said what he had to say. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think there was anything earth shattering, you know, he just he stuck to his guns and kind of just uh, said that, uh, you know, maybe Zach should keep a low profile and not do too much during <laughs> fantasy suites, but that was up to him whether or not he wanted to take that advice, and as we know, now seeing, um, you know, the, the season play out, um, it's one thing to do it, but once you start telling everybody about it, you don't do it. <laughs> That's that's why you run into some major issues. So, yeah, it was good stuff.
1: I'm sure that you dealt with that in your single days, Mr. No. Downtown Scott. So, um, so then, you know, Gabby, we de- definitely need to touch on Gabby. She comes up there, and she is just crying, and we see that for, you know, the sibling is in the audience supporting her, and, you know, there's a lot to unpack there. And, you know, obviously I'm like, Jesse Palmer, I want to treat that with care, you know, you know, the, the fantasy suites and clearly she's been through a lot. So, um, you know, she said a lot of things like I knew what I was signing up for, but you know, this has been, I think for me having gone through it, like apparently she's been getting a lot of heat on Instagram as far social media, whatever platform you choose to follow. Um, as far as like slut shaming or whatever. And, uh, that's been really hard for her and her family because there is a trickle down. Um, it affects everybody. And I was glad that she had family members to support her there. And she came out and I was really proud of her. She was very well-spoken. So was Ariel. And, uh, I got to say, like I said to you, Umberto, we were like in the live studio audience and I was like, I hope she left the building because it was a very quick turnaround. Like she came out, she talked to Zach, she told him how she felt. And I think she was very well spoken. Um, and I felt for her cause she was very emotional, highly emotional before even they started filming. We saw that. And, uh, I felt like just leave because it was a very fast switch into okay now's the proposal here's the ring and then they brought Katie out and then the audience went went from like you know everybody in the audience was like yay Gabby and like showing her support which was nice to see um but I thought that she was well spoken and just touching on it like you know yes she knew what she was signing up for Umberto I would love to get your perspective on it um you know it's a tough thing to talk about obviously like she was the only one that had sex in the fantasy suite. She was, you know, we met her sister. Like, you know, what was your take? Hot take.
2: Yeah. I, you know what? I, I think my biggest takeaway from Gabby and her sitting down with Jesse um, was I just felt for her when she talked about being ashamed. Um, Cause that was, I mean, honestly, it was kind of sad because I don't think she has anything to be ashamed about. Um, you know, she and... Zach apparently shared this moment, this time in the fantasy suites. Obviously, she didn't think it was going to be spoken about um, to the entire world. So, I'm, I'm sure that kind of blindsided her, kind of hit her upside the head, if you will. Um, so, yeah, I, I just felt for her. I thought she carried herself very well. Um, you know, obviously, she was emotional. It was, you know, tough to watch, tough to see her, uh, you know, in that state. Um but I thought she was a champ. She held it. She took it. Um, she sat down with him. Um, they were able to talk a little bit. Um, you know, I thought Zach responded the best he could. You know, right. Gabby had a lot to get off her chest. Um, you know, kind of let him know, you know, what she was thinking, what she's been thinking. You know, this has been a few months now that I don't think they've seen each other. So she spoke a lot. He took it. He listened like he tried to apologize, um, you know, a, a tough situation, and like I said, the biggest takeaway for me was that she felt ashamed, and I don't think there's anything for her to, to be ashamed about, um, she cared herself very well, she, you know, signed up for the show, did the show, uh, was a class act, and, you know, I just don't think she expected everything to become public, and she said that, um,
1: yeah, she so felt yeah. like violated, like, yeah, no,
2: no, no, she, she did, she, I, I think she used the word, violated um and which is tough you know you don't we were sitting pretty close to her sister we met with her sister Uh, her sister was a doll you know it was you know she's there for support um i'm sure tough for her the rest of the family uh but yeah kudos to her i I thought she was awesome i thought she did great um i just again i just i don't i i hope she doesn't feel ashamed i I don't think she should
1: Mm -hmm. That's my husband, guys. He is just the class act all around. Um, so, oh, my God. they for podcasting with me. I'm just, like, so thrilled. I'm so thankful to have a man who is just, well, all hands on deck. Because, like, here's the thing. Like, it's a weird thing to go through and to have somebody who is, I, you know, you've been, like, so supportive through all this thing and, like, understanding and listening to this whole show thing and watching with me. Um... But yeah, so going back to the show, then we have the engagement comes out and, you know, Katie comes out and they are full on, you know, Gabby leaves. I'm like, I hope she just leaves like quick, quick exit. Um, And it's an exciting engagement. Like, I mean, from start to finish, I felt like it was always going to be Katie from the museum date when they had the overnight. I wonder if I did it in the overnight. In the museum. Remember, babe? They had mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. hmm I always felt like it was going to be Katie. And so, like, it was a very fast switching gears from, like, this, like, sad moment of, like, she felt violated. I was so proud of Gabby in that moment for, like, speaking her piece. And then it was, like, switching gears. Like, And we were in the audience. Like, it just was, like, literally switched gears. Like, whew! 30 seconds
2: later. 30
1: seconds later. Yeah, exactly. And, um... And then they bring Katie out and they, they show the, him picking out the rings. I'm sad Neil Lane wasn't there. I don't know why Neil Lane wasn't there. I'm a big Neil Lane fan, but he picked out a beautiful ring. In my opinion, was probably the biggest one. Yeah. It was beautiful, right? It was oval. And then uh they bring they they show the finale and we were sitting there. It was it was like a shift in the room, if uh, if you weren't there, if you were watching, but everybody just it went from like sad emotional to Katie and Zach are engaged and it was it was pretty cool to see like it was like okay we've been through this journey like a roller coaster like ah, 2 hours every monday like we watch it together we have our we put the kids down we have our drinks we do our charcuterie and it was it was a cool ending to see like how happy they were together Katie I thought I thought it was a good ending um he seemed like he knew all along what do you think
2: yeah I I definitely like Katie she was uh great throughout the season I think she definitely got a lot of you know TV time so I that's always an indicator of you mm-hmm. know, hey, she's she's gonna make it she's gonna you know be somewhere uh towards the end she seemed really sweet um you know a lot of fun her, her family seemed great um, yeah, I and mean, I mean, for me personally, I, I feel like I can relate when I saw Zach's proposal um, because I, I think as much as The Bachelor is a well-oiled machine, I think Zach might have been a little yes. nervous. Um, <laughs> it didn't seem to go as planned or as smooth. Um, it it was fun to watch because it, he seemed very human. It didn't seem like a TV show. It didn't seem like a uh, script. It didn't seem like he had this you know perfect plan and it went according to plan. Um, it, it seemed uh, you know like he was kind of just flying by the seat of his pants and he had to get that ring oh. out at some point. And oh yeah, he was down to his knee. And, and I know again, being able to relate, that was definitely me. Um, so I, I know how hard it can be. Um, you know, our, uh, engagement was definitely not smooth. <laughs> it definitely was not scripted. It was, um, completely fall, fly by the seat of your pants. And, uh, it was tough to not get the ring out or to get the ring out and not drop it in the snow, um, and Flagstaff, Arizona. So yeah, I, uh, I thought it was really cool. I thought Zach and, and Katie, that was a cool ending um again they just seemed it seemed very um you can relate Uh, he just it was
1: uh, i think it was always her yeah and uh, we talk about it in bed at night we're like i'm like it's her it's got to be her
2: the longer it went on it seemed like yeah she's gonna make it till the end she's for sure gonna be there If she's not the last one she's the last two and um to see him and the way they acted and um, seemed very genuine and uh um, like i said I'm happy for them. I'm happy for him. Um, Hey, good luck.
1: Yeah, that's – babe, I love your advice. It's always very, like, to the point. Um, And going back to Gabby, I I really feel like (sighs) – take a deep breath. I feel like she could have been the next Bachelorette. I really do. I feel like, you know, and I hope to see that. I don't see her in paradise. I really – You know, like she is somebody who genuinely seems like she wants love. So uh, I can't wait to see what happens next for her. And going back to my husband's proposal story, uh, (laughs) I'm going to call you out on the carpet. Um, We were living together and dating. And I was like, babe, why are you acting weird? What's going on? Like something was off. He came home from work. And I was like, you're just like in a mood. And uh, I want to tell that story for the listeners. I know. Look, he's literally cringing in his seat. He can't even. I think that there is something to be said about a guy who's getting ready to propose where they get in their head, right?
2: Absolutely.
1: Yes, absolutely. And um, I've heard that that's the thing. And they told me that on my season of The Bachelor. They were like, I was like, he's acting kind of weird. Like, there's like, what's going on? Like, there's something weird in there. So I kind of knew that that was like a thing. Um, and I—that wasn't even on my radar when we were dating. And uh, you came home from work na- one night, and you were just like on one. I was just like, "You're off. What's going on?" And apparently, you had a an engagement ring for how long? I don't know how long, babe. Like a couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you only talk about it, I'll talk about it. Yeah. I mean, sure.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you don't because you don't want to. It was—it was, it was hard. It was hard for no, you.
2: It was um, to this day. I still think is being in the best thing I've had to do. Uh, it was very tough, uh, I won't lie. Um, so, yeah, I got the ring, I will say, in October of 2019. And my only thought process was, I want to get this done before the new year, before 2020. Um, didn't really have a plan, didn't really have, uh, you know, anything in mind. Um, I did have to be cognizant of the fact that my... Uh, maybe soon-to-be fiance and wife, was pregnant. So uh, we I had that to to consider. So I tossed some ideas around. And um, Courtney always loved Flagstaff, Sedona. I spent a lot of time there as a kid. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I definitely <laughs> remember the day coming home a, a little weird from work. Uh, we were living together. You we were stressed. Point. I was stressed. Um, It was December, so my clock was, my internal clock was ticking, and uh, I met one of my very good friends, uh, my best friend, Stephen Mufara, for some adult beverages (laughs) uh, after work, and uh, I remember buying a bottle of champagne at the grocery store next door, meeting him to drink, thinking that I would, you know, somehow gain the courage to propose, and uh, we would have some champagne to drink afterwards uh, when I got to our apartment, town, whatever you call it, duplex, um, that was not how it went down <laughs> at all, <laughs> um, it was all weird, <laughs> I was all weird, and had probably two weird. drinks, it was all weird, and, um, yeah, so I, uh, transitioned into going up to Flagstaff, I think a week or two later, um, to just go spend a night at a a hotel up there. I know Courtney had spent some time up there. And long story short, we ended up in the woods and I just said, I've got to get it done. I've got to get it done. This is, it's gone on for too long. Um, There is no perfect time, there's no perfect place. And uh, to transition back to Zach, um, I feel like we were very much in the same spot as far as
1: um, you get a little it's it's a big decision you get
2: yeah it, it it's you think you have it all thought out you think you have the right things to say you think it's gonna go smooth and maybe for a lot of people it does um but for me it did not it was i think in my opinion terrible i was terrible it was all terrible i'm um, she said yes um Zach, like I said, it was nice to see a contestant uh, on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, where he looked and everything seemed like their interaction, like it was a, a nervous love. You know, they really care for each other. Um, he really wants to be with her. And, uh, you know, that, that love will make you act a little... Um, <laughs> it would make you you act a little off that's the best way I can put it so it was good to see again good luck to him it's worked out well for us Uh, so yeah yeah, that was my I can't wait to see what happens next my terrible five minute story yeah
1: oh no that wasn't a five minute story you guys I drove him to Sedona I was pregnant at the time and I like meeting my husband like I knew that that was it like for me and we had talked about people say weird things and they're like you got pregnant. Did he propose to you because you were pregnant? Like we had those talks early on. It wasn't like, in, it wasn't a thing for us. It was like, we met and we knew and you know, I hate that I even have to say that, but that's the thing. Like we did it a little out of order for most people. And I always knew that that would be the case for me. Like, you know, it just was like, I don't feel like we need to follow, um, I don't think that anybody needs to feel like follow like a certain way, um, but anyway, long story short, uh, we we're driving up to Sedona, and he he like plans this trip, I was like, "You were a little off the other day," and then he's like, "We're going to Flagstaff tomorrow," and I'm like, "On," I'm driving because I'm pregnant, and he was drinking Chardonnay on the way up there. It was so cute, babe, and uh, he picked up some. I think you had like some. Was it uh, what are the the shots what is it fireball Fireball. yes thank you that's why he's my guy um fireball and (laughs) we're like out we get up to flagstaff we're like walking in the snow and he's like taking a shot of fireball i'm like oh okay that's different like you know like i'm like he seems a little something like my antenna went up a little bit but nothing crazy and then he proposed to me and I, you immediately felt so much better. It was like you like literally returned to your body after it was over. Like I I, I remember straddling you on a bench, and uh, I was like, "Babe, I'm." Th-. We were like, "Let's just watch the sunset." And I was like, "I am tired. I'm pregnant. I'm freezing. I'm tired. Like, let's just go back to the room. I couldn't wait for dinner." And uh, and then he got down one knee, and <laughs> it was such a pleasant surprise and how did you feel were you so relieved
2: uh yeah I that's an understatement (laughs) uh, again it was very awkward not my best moment Uh,
1: I think it was your best moment
2: I'm very glad that she said yes but there was as I talked before about how you know how how much of a, a bad moment and great moment at the same time it could be the moment afterwards and all the time after she said yes was phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, and I again, I, I, you know, going back to to Zach and last night, um, I hope he felt the same way when yeah. she said yes and going forward because, yeah, the amount of relief you feel, the amount of oh, uh,
1: he needed a good poop, man. yeah, oh, he
2: needed more than a good poop. I mean, <laughs> that was. Um, Yeah, you know, was you know, we came back to the or we went back to the room in Flagstaff. We you know, called our family, shared with our family everything. I think we had some champagne or something, but the amount of you know happiness, relief, joy. um, I can't believe you
1: even thought I would say no.
2: The uh, the thought that I will never have to do this again. I will never have to go through this again. I mean, it was great. It was, it was a great feeling. It was a, a fun moment, a fun, you know, blip in time for us. And uh, I'm glad we're well past that.
1: <laughs> well, we, he gets a little sensitive when I talk about it. But it was such a beautiful engagement. It's a day I will never forget. And we had a fun night out. Two, we have two kids now. And we went and did a little daycation over in Burbank. And it was fun to be there to support Zach. Happy to see like follow the journey along the way. I'm happy for him and Katie. I am sorry for for Gabby that she's going through that. Like I said, she has got Bachelor written all over her. She just needs a little time to love on herself. So Umberto, thanks for being here for me today. We met on Instagram. So I'm ladies, shoot your shot. I have the, the best guy ever. I'm so fortunate to have somebody who supports me and will hop on the horn for a podcast last minute and fly to Burbank and do the things um, but uh, did my, I remember when we met um, I remember when we met you were like I followed you on Instagram and I saw you like would you have ever shown up somewhere live for me if I posted something you said something like along those lines of
2: um, probably
0: not
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know Uh, You know, I I think I know exactly what you're talking about, and I think you did a couple appearances out in Old Town Scottsdale for viewing parties or, you know, whatever, something of the sort, and yeah, I... You would never just, like,
1: roll out of bed? Yeah,
2: no, I'm I'm not going to, uh, you know, show up and be that guy in the audience just waving at you. Um, I, I never thought in a million years that liking a couple pictures would get us to this point, um but obviously I'm you know I'm ecstatic I'm elated that i um, you know I, I, I never would have thought so to like a couple of pictures to get a DM to our first date was April 5th of 2019 so that is uh. about, about a week away from our little anniversary um, yeah I never would have thought honestly I never would have thought I'm excited. I'm happy where we're at. And, um, no, I would not, <laughs> I would not have gone to your, uh, events.
1: Well, I would have showed up for you <laughs> had I known earlier. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I don't think that we, that it was so fun for us to go to the live taping. We're so happy for Zach. Um, I felt like I had invested interest just from being on a group date with him and Lotto and, you know, I'm excited to see what happens next. I'm, I'm proud of him for moving with Katie right away. I think that it was like the best thing that they could do for themselves. You know, just light it up. And uh, we got to go take care of these kids. So to bring the listeners back, we flew to L.A. Last, yesterday morning. We're home now. We got the kids getting ready for bed. And uh, I think you got to keep it spicy, babe. So thank you so much, Umberto, my husband, my hane, hane, I love you so much. Thank you for being on my forever. I was, by the way, I will say I was listening to Zach saying all the boilerplate things like, you're my forever and I see my future in you. And it was kind of sweet to be in the audience and like, I was like grabbing Umberto's leg like, yeah, that's how I feel about you, like in a way, you know, like, you know, it was like a very hallmark kind of moment to wrap it up and. It was uh, romantic for us to have that moment. So, Um, all right, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, oh, and thanks, Umberto. Say goodbye.
2: Asta la vista, baby.
1: All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening to these two tired parents. Night on the town. Thanks, babe, for being my forever plus one. Congratulations to Zach and Katie and healing hearts to Gabby. Can't wait to see what happens next. Until next time, I'm your host, Courtney
0: Robertson, and I'm on contract. Good night.